you're listening to Asia Never Manacy on Reasoning with Prejudice, where we debate, discuss, and overthink topics that are sometimes meaningful, sometimes lighthearted, but always interesting. And you don't even have to give us a penny for our thoughts. Hi, so today's topic is arranged marriages, and we have a guest with us today. Welcome, Titi. Thank you for having me as your guest. I feel very honoured to be on your podcast. Um, <laughs> British-born, Pakistani woman. Um, so mm-hmm. I have lots of views on arranged marriage, good, some bad, and I hope to, I hope you enjoy the discussion. Today's topic is arranged marriages. This is a topic which is really close to Manasseh's heart. So let us introduce the topic, or actually explain the difference between what it is and what people think it is. Arranged marriages is like a type of marital union where the bride or groom or the two partners, they select themselves with total involvement of the families and social circles in the selection process. Sometimes you can use a professional matchmaker, but mostly it's done with like, so for example, if your aunt knows another family who's also looking for like a, a partner, then you like set them up and then, you know, like have the two families meet and then finalize something. It's really, it's more like political and formal than love marriages, I would say. That's what arranged marriage is. Sometimes it's confused for forced marriage because sometimes, you know, um, forced marriage is often disguised under the notion of arranged marriage because it's just easier to force women into something that they don't want by labeling it as something acceptable. But, um like questioning that um most well not most but what I've seen from like tv shows or even situations if the woman or the man even refuses then they're like shunned by their family and like not allowed to kind of I don't know they're like disowned and so it's kind of not I think that is again part of uh, forced marriages that happens in forced marriages I think the premise of arranged marriage is a really good idea because people don't yeah. want to be lonely at the end of the day mm-hmm. humans as a as a species are very social animals um but not everyone has the social skills to go out and meet people chat people up and impress them and charm mm. them and uh-huh. have that sort of charisma so um for the purpose of arranged marriages i think it's a really good idea but i think as manasi said um the idea of maybe forced marriages is that um, a lot of people abuse arrange- the word arranged marriages, ar- arranged marriage. Um, so as, even though I agree with it, the whole premise behind it, there's a lot of um, things that I don't agree with. Like if if people are like Asia said, like if someone's going to be shunned by their family then obviously you don't want that to happen and people should have the free will which I think does happen in a lot of um, situations but also a lot of other situations they're not as well. Another disadvantage about arranged marriage is also that it's quite like the element of love is isn't been given as much importance as it should be so it's more um kind of focused on the exchangement of resources, whether that's money or status or career prospects, appearance, values, religion, that kind of thing, instead of if the two people actually feel love for each other. So it's more like based on stability than anything. Yeah, 
from with movies from what I've seen or even shows like um Indian um, makers so they kind of match um the girl and boy using like profession education color of skin a uh, height yeah. whether she can cook whether she wants kids these are very I mean the kids fun one fine the profession one I can kind of understand but other aspects I just think like it's not a menu you can't just order people like that Mm-hmm. unfortunately that's the way of the world though isn't it I mean if you had a choice if you if you were involved for example in your son or daughter's marriage and you yeah. wanted them to have a good marriage then obviously you're going to seek out the best possible outcome for yeah. them aren't you um okay I agree you do even if, if you're daughter's I don't know or son is mediocre looking you don't want them to marry someone I know that sounds really bad (laughs) who's beneath them like Mm. I can give you an example um Mm. my sister yeah um she uh had an arranged marriage Mm -hmm. and she married beneath her And what I mean by that, so she's a professional woman and she married someone Mm -hmm. who worked in retail. And that has ever been the bugbear within their marriage. Uh, I think it's okay now. They've Mm. worked through a lot of things because they've been married for a long, long time. But throughout a lot of years of their marriage, the man felt very belittled because she earned more than her him. And he Mm. felt, especially in, in our culture, she she didn't he didn't feel that he was the and uh, it put a lot of pressure on their marriage so that is a definite example yeah that definitely professionally income wise education wise I kind of understand but the other aspects like the height and then the weight and then the color of skin all these superficial like it, it kind of sounds like designer babies like some people have these not like, not as explicitly, but you're attracted to some people more than others, whether it's That's height. actually very true. Every single dating website in this country, at least, maybe around the world, everything that you've mentioned, the first thing people ask, oh, so what's your height? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what are you, what do you look like? Yeah, you're attracted where are you by from? the picture. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? Okay. So maybe the Indian arranged marriage is just making the process easier in the sense, you know, you want the same things, you know, you want to get married in the end, you know, you want to have kids. So it's kind of maybe having this huge pool of people and you're selecting, you're given a like smaller pool so you can like select from that. It's uh, one of the other issues is also that arranged marriage, most of them at least that I've heard of, mm. um, end up being more patriarchal in the sense that they like, they're very keen on gender roles and while that may work for some people it might be a pressure on others as as um you mentioned for the husband to work and the wife to um take care of the household chores whether that's what they want to do or not I, i mean that is developing i guess well yeah so if that is the case well if you're looking at proper arranged marriages, even the girl could say, okay, I'm not going to be a homemaker or a housewife. I am going to work. Marry me if you're fine with it. So it also comes with disclaimers, I guess. It's also, again, like what you just mentioned, Nip, not every woman or man in in uh, whatever country has the privilege or the chance to be so blunt about what they want. Like some of them just don't know that this is something they could they could even pursue. 
Yeah, but that doesn't come under arranged marriages, does it? It does, though. Arranged marriage, the origins of arranged marriage is matriarchal. And even if in countries like in America or the UK, things might be becoming modernized, I guess, if that's the right word. It still isn't everywhere. Can I I just say, um, there is a big difference. I I agree with Mm. both of you. um, But just give i'm just giving you an example of two very extreme situations Mm -hmm. one was my mother she actually had arranged marriage and she got married to my father yeah over the phone me yeah they didn't ever meet that that was that was uh you know the 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 whole thing behind it was you know with any arranged marriage yes you you are right people don't put things on love romance and people say you learn to love Mm -hmm. as you go Uh along so that's one example but then let me give you another extreme example the royal families of all european countries (laughs) all intermarried um, because they didn't want their royal genes to be yeah. outside of any so uh, they wanted to keep it in the families they wanted to keep the blood, blood bloodlines pure so there are two extreme situations both oh, of them dear. both of them using arranged marriages it's really interesting to think about though because yeah those are all issues but i think those issues come from mindset of people so the what manasi said about patriarchal it being patriarchal that's not a flaw of arranged marriage itself. It's a flaw on the people who are using the arranged marriages. Well, it is because a lot of arranged marriages, the cult culturally, yeah. they are all run by patriarchal societies. Yeah. I mean, even the UK is a patriarchal, patriarchal society, despite mm. women having a lot of um, power and uh, education and, you know, the rest of it. But in a lot of cultures like my, my home country, Pakistan, a yeah. lot of people don't have don't have the uh, uh, the education. They're told by their families, um, yeah, marriage is necessary because it's a way to bring yeah. families together. So I do agree with that side of things. But then I th- then people abuse things like dowry. So dowry is a within arranged marriages. It's given from the father's father of the bride to the married couple oh so like when in the big bang and amy was like you would fetch a unicorn yes, for yes, penny yes yeah. Yeah. so but a lot of people have abused the fact and say okay i'll marry your daughter if you give me a washing mm-hmm. machine and a house mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, it is then, it is then, that ridiculous yeah and then basically they've then divorced them and gone and married someone else because oh, they can God. get things like that and the thing is that but the thing in the idea of dowry mm-hmm. is that it's meant to go from the father of bride to the bride yeah in the form of maybe lots of gold or something so that if anything happens to her husband or they break down then she can fall back on that Mm. and use that to support herself but obviously a lot of in a lot of situations that it doesn't happen because of the because of the control that she's put under or whatever it's really interesting like how all these ideas came from a very like thoughtful place but then this been is abused. like yeah they've just, just been corrupted so much because um i've heard of like i read this article where it said that like dowry right now it's basically done because women are seen in some families that is women are seen as burdens that almost have to be sold off or something similar along those lines that's and dowry is yeah, in that way like true. we are 
Yeah. That's why people only wanted to have sons. That's where that whole notion came yeah. from. Because if you have a daughter, that means you have to pay for a dowry when she gets married. Whereas if you have mm-hmm. a son, you can claim that dowry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A few years back, I was listening to this um, debate. Uh, the parents were on one side and then um, the kids, the female children were on one side. And I know we all like look at dowry like, but the the debate was structured so beautifully like they're talking about dowry as in what the parents are willing to give and what the the daughters want from their parents and I don't know it was just beautiful in the sense that one of the daughters said she needs one sari for 365 days of the year like one sari for each day and she wanted her um, groom to arrive onto the venue on a helicopter and things like that I don't know (laughs) Um, sometimes it's not just um, you know the groom's family who who are the villains. It's also the daughters who are asking for a lot from their parents when they get married. Is that like dowry that though? Like rich families. Yeah, that's just like spoiled <laughs> children. No, it's 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 called dowry because they're asking for gifts from their parents for their wedding day. That's what dowry is supposed to be anyway. Another thing that's abused, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it can be abused by the poor the uneducated and the rich mm. anyone <laughs> basically people are greedy yes okay mm-hmm. i'll ask um this question all of your opinions of um arranged marriages well for some people yes because uh if you, if you if you let someone in the normal dating world there's just too many options and then with arranged marriages there's restricted option, options and they're like pre-approved by uh, your family, which means if you, if you think about an ideal situation, it means that they're from good family and then they're respected and then their background checks okay. And so that no, means restricted pool. And, yeah, that's that's only I think that I think you're only you're very lucky if you're if you fall into that category, because yeah. even if there's two families coming together yeah you never know everything about the person you don't that is know, true you, you don't know if they have psychological yeah, but... problems you don't know if they've got tendencies to fall into depression or violent tendencies you just yeah, don't know like, anything yeah, yeah no I'm, I'm saying it's That's not like really it's not like i'm meeting the person yeah. today and getting married tomorrow i'm saying okay you set me up with a person and i'll take my own sweet time let me let me see this person for two years and then yeah. i'll take my time to get married yeah I, I think if you're it depends what kind of background and what family you're from because yeah. I, I know i know close people who have been in that situation mm. where they've um been match made with someone yeah and then the parents because they say they want a date for what have a long or whatever you need mm. to have a chaperone on your dates and mm. not only that the parents start uh-huh. getting itchy feet because they're saying look why are you wasting our time are you going to do this or not if you're not going to marry my yeah. daughter or son <laughs> get the hell out of here <laughs> yes yeah. okay okay yeah that's that, a good point i know that for a fact as well so it's it's very rare well i say very rare I think it's it's a brilliant situation if the parents are on board with you and you yeah. and you have the same views but a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of people don't no, okay I'm not talking yeah. about people like, in rural areas where they're forced I'm talking about okay fine if I this is um, not this is not rural areas I know this but I'm talking about if, if I am 30 years old and I feel really lonely and I don't think 
me going out of my way to date people is not getting me anywhere and I tell my mom okay can you please like set me up with someone that would be technically arranged marriage but there's no way she would force me to marry someone I don't want to that would come into forced marriage that wouldn't be arranged marriage arranged marriage proper arranged marriage is my mom setting me up with someone and then me like kind of taking my not, own sweet time to marry um, is that arranged that's marriage not, though that, yeah that's it not is arranged marriage. yeah but yeah but you don't very, you don't very... know if, you don't know if you're gonna feel like that at 30 years old you don't know whether no you're, i know this is a hypothetical situation but if i okay, did we... i know i won't be forced into marriage See, yeah, Niv, but i think you're, you're you... in a rare situation Niv, i feel you're all under the impression of like forced marriage what arranged marriage is supposed to be is what i'm talking about yeah no i agree like i said at the start i i agree yeah. with the premise of arranged marriage i agree with mm. the um the ideas behind it how it should should be done but it doesn't always yeah like yeah. That. And yeah that's not the reality yeah i mean mm-hmm. so so you would you would you would consider arranged marriage if you got of, to that stage of what it's supposed to be yeah probably i don't know it's it's hard to tell because you know it's way into the future i'm not even thinking about marriage right now yeah, yeah no i i would probably <laughs> agree with you yeah, yeah but who would you yeah. set me up with though you don't like yeah but the thing is if if you came to me this indian matchmaker not that i'm saying that's an ideal situation no it's not there's, <laughs> no there's a there's lots of places you can go there's lots of potential people i could yeah. ask um mm-hmm. depending on what your preferences are but ultimately, it would be your decision. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't ever suppose that I would force you into. Not mm. that I could force you into anything, but I would yeah. never do that to you. But if you came to me, yeah. then I would try my best to find you a good match. See, that's yeah, to do that. That's that's what I'm talking about. That's the arranged marriage. I'm talking about. Like- I agree with Manasi though as well. That is the ideal situation, and that's what I agree with. But mm. unfortunately, in so many parts of the world, mm-hmm. uh, I don't agree with it. I've I've had too many horror stories from my yeah. own experience and from lots of close friends. Tell us some. Okay, well... No, but before uh, you say, but are these arranged marriages or forced marriages? Like Manity said, disguised okay. yeah, arranged but marriages. Then, is, I think, again, I think... there's a big grey area, by the way. Just want to put it out there. There isn't arranged marriage, uh, forced marriage, black and white. It's a big gray area from various kinds of pressures. If there's pressure, it's forced marriages. If there's any no, kind it's of pressure, not. okay, because it's not because because the thing is, you're it's drummed into you from a young, very young yeah. age. It's how you that you that you um, accept your parents' viewpoints. You mm-hmm. accept their culture. You accept their religion. Mm-hmm. You ex- you ex- it, you accept a certain way to live. And if you then deny that, then you'll bring shame on the family and on, on a reputation yeah. and all of this stuff. So a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff is culturally entwined together. Yeah. And it's very difficult to separate. Yeah. Um, it's like you have a choice, but the other alternative is that you're kind of looked down upon. And, yeah. Okay, yeah, but the alternative, it's not really arranged marriage, is it? No, but it is. It because is. The other, the like forced marriage is when you literally don't have a say. And you okay, could... I can give you an example of extreme forced marriage, and this happened to someone I know again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this was at a time when I was, I was seventeen, mm-hmm. and I was working as a youth worker, and yeah. one of my um, friends. Um, she had a boyfriend at college mm. her parents found out and she 
the first thing that her parents did was shut her away in her room. She didn't oh. have any contact. Remember, this is before mobile phones, before internet, mm. before anything like that. So she didn't have a clue how to get out of this. She was put on a plane with two brothers sitting next to her on a plane so she couldn't move mm. and she was forced to get on the plane forced to go to a different country and told she had to get married to restore the honor of the family she basically wrote a note to the stewardess on the plane mm. and said help me because i'm being kidnapped essentially mm. and um so that story luckily had a happy ending um but unfortunately this sort of thing happens quite a lot especially yeah. from if you're i know it sounds really bad when you say deprived neighborhoods and uneducated mm. so um this is just one example but luckily because this this girl she kind of was she was educated her parents weren't necessarily educated mm. um she managed to get a message the air stewardess actually helped her she managed to get a message and her um, some members of her family came to rescue her that's good um, but it wasn't easy yeah. there was you know this was in a rural area mm. of Bangladesh and there were guns involved oh, and all God, sorts of oh, things God. like that it's like a it's like a it's like a movie you could think that that sounds like a Bollywood movie yes <laughs> but that with all happened. the guns and the yeah, fighting yeah. And then another what, girl um, I was at university yeah. with, she was, mm. um, we were in our first year at uni, she mm. just suddenly disappeared and we were all like, where is she? What's happened? Oh my God. We went to visit her. She was married with a little, <gasps> she was pregnant with a baby. I'm like, what's <gasps> happened to you? And she's like, yeah, this is my life now. <laughs> <laughs> so these are all things that have actually happened. And uh, yeah, there's some, so yeah. But I, that I, again I, comes under like very, very, very forced. Yeah, um, they're they're knowledge. extremes. They're extremes. But mm -hmm. a lot of people just like I have a, I have a cousin, who when I, when I went to Pakistan when I visited when I was fifteen, mm. um, she was I think, thirteen, and we were having a little conversation. So I was like, what are you going to do with your life? She says. Yeah, well, my my family are gonna uh, find me a nice guy. I'm gonna settle down and get married, and she got married at fifteen to a thirty-two year old. Jesus, because, and and she's had like about five kids with him or something. And <gasps> oh, that's disgusting. But that's her. But a lot of people accept that because mm -hmm. the way things are done. So yeah. I don't want to sound backward with the way arranged marriages are because I I like the idea of it. Mm -hmm. but it's just abuse so much that I the only way I would even think about it is the way Niv was talking about it earlier yeah thank you for inviting me as a guest on your podcast oh, thank um, you for joining us so we have another guest who will be joining us and that's Manasi's mom hello hi can you tell us a bit, a bit of um, what marriage you had and the story the brief outline of your experience meeting Marathi's dad actually I had a arranged marriage and mm -hmm. it was very formal kind of thing uh, yeah. his, my parents approached his parents with my horoscope 
like a oh, woman has okay. to wear a sari all the time inside the house like she has to you know like in terms of religion she can't go out and she can't work it's, it's very strict so you rejected two people before so what made you um select um Malisi's dad uh i don't know actually you say that zing thing or click <laughs> <laughs> zing from hotel transylvania yeah you can say that <laughs> because my mother was like uh, you can see more guys it she was like at first they said that okay now uh, we would look uh, we are looking guys for you do you have anybody in the mind kind of because my mother had told me in before yeah. told me before that if you do if you ever do a love marriage don't just run away just tell us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because from from a past family experiences two of my sisters mm. had uh, they had very unsuccessful love marriages and they they had to uh, run away and what you don't know they did is that because of family oppositions no actually one one of my sister was my age uh, my uncle is very like he was okay with everything but i don't know what happened i think because the guy she married was 10 years older than her not really well educated and he didn't have a good job so maybe right. she was scared that my uncle wouldn't approve hmm. but my uncle had told her because he knew he told her that you at least you complete your education get a good job and then you get married hmm. i don't know she didn't was it a shock for everyone <laughs> so that's why my my mother was like even if you want to do love marriage just just don't run away <laughs> just inform us like yeah that's that's a good family dynamic don't run away just come to us my grandmother is kind of like mod- modern in that way like the other day my cousin was telling me that she told her like don't get married it's a scam or something like that <laughs> and that's the kind of thing you don't really get to hear that often from indian grandmothers yeah. at least like from the village that she grew up in i remember once i came very late like 11 o'clock from a party and i was expecting that they would shout at me <laughs> and they were like you know and i said no shout at me and my friend was there uh, i think she came to stay over it's just how much uh, time has changed because she's saying uh, in 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 her mom was like don't run away um just come and tell us and that's progressive mm-hmm. but now it's become like it's become normal like you have to tell us like you know we'll get you married to whoever you like yeah. you, you don't even, do you get it And yeah, she yeah, said yeah. about um how parties eleven o'clock is late, and now it's transformed to three o'clock as actually late. Yeah. yeah, it's just how much time has changed. It's just beautiful the way your mom put it. Uh, yeah. Would you ever consider arranged marriage for Manasi? <laughs> I don't know. It's her wish. <laughs> What she want to do with her life? <laughs> I just, I just tell her that you shouldn't have any regrets later on. Thinking of arranged marriage, I. in this era i think it's uh, out of question maybe uh so my friend was yeah. like this really successful woman like she um she was an engineer and she actually lived in traveled the world worked in big companies I and mean, she was really independent when compared to the household that she grew up in like a couple of years ago she settled down to marry this guy because it's a bit too old for a woman to be not married or something like that it's crazy yeah. but mm. yeah and um she settled down she married a guy who wasn't ambitious actually she's uh, yeah. she's uh, she's 
ओवर एम्बिशियस नॉट ओवर एम्बिशियस बट शी हैज समीवर हाई अचीवर एंड ही इज लाइक कंटेंट गाय He is happy with his job. Mm-hmm. He has a nice house. Her yes. marriage was societal pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's happy now. When I look at her life, I just mm-hmm. feel that like, weren't you way more happier when you were abroad and living like this amazing life full of adventures? Uh, living in India or whatever country doesn't mean you're living a non-adventurous life. In Little Women, um, so one uh, one of the characters, they she kind of I think it was Beth. she kind of tells off another her sister because she her sister wants to get married but just because her dreams are different doesn't mean they're invalid she's a strong woman yeah she's quite strong yeah <laughs> okay another question so you said it's kind of manasi's wish what who she wants to marry how she wants to marry but yeah. what kind of person do you not want manasi to uh, be with <laughs> be with yeah it's a hard question is that does that include marriage or dating as well Well, everything. yeah everything uh but let's let's avoid the cliches like abusive we know we don't want that just like characteristic professional wise anything the one thing i think that she should be what she is now she shouldn't change for anybody yeah and uh, somebody who tries to change her i don't want her to be with so what attitude she shows us so she should have that and she should maintain that she shouldn't change actually what do you mean mm. by attitude like attitude like um, the way you are firm in your decisions mm-hmm. or you um what you stubborn oh, no stu- not stubborn but uh, she achieves what she wants yeah the freedom uh, yeah and in she chooses all different ways to do that mm. maybe she's polite maybe she <laughs> screaming sometimes not screaming a different kind of tantrum you can say <laughs> <laughs> oh you we all know it yeah. <laughs> it's like she throws tantrums and it bothers me but like she can throw them with her future partner like don't stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> don't be a and no. um yeah go on mesh always says that if she ever changes for anybody i am going to like how did he manage to like tone all this craziness down <laughs> right i'd be in awe as well i think yeah. um when your mom meets whoever you bring home she'd be like it's a disclaimer if you're going to marry her well please understand she's stubborn and it's no return policy <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so do you do you feel that marriage is necessary in anyone's life not marriage but you need some companion see if you get married so uh, i what i believe that if you get married yeah. you are bound to something mm-hmm. uh so like someone that's never going to let you go like something like that no, not like that actually but you have You're some grounded responsibilities <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you have some responsibilities to uh, look forward what i interpret is that if you have some companion with you supposedly for the rest of your life or however long your marriage is it's like someone to love you unconditionally to grow with you to kind of it's just like a nice relationship that you can have share all your troubles with because even though friends are there for that friends are going to have their own life their own ambitions they might be living in a completely different city while you and your partner kind of made the decisions together and you're like going to be together in that way but then again like marriage at the end of the day is more like a gambling yeah a gamble <laughs> <laughs> it is a gamble <laughs> you no know, 
you love marriage or arrange marriage it's a gamble again that's what i tell mansi that if you do love marriage you, i i understand you know that guy before but when you start living with that guy 24/7 it's different yeah i guess arrange marriage kind of gives you some sort of disclosure because you yeah. know everything about their family history and like if anything goes wrong like yeah but again like um asia's it, mom previously said mm-hmm. it's again like even if you know the family you don't really know the person either way to gamble but i think yeah. it, with the case of just normal marriages not arranged marriages uh you you if if it fails it's it's on you you can feel <laughs> you'll be like okay that's that's my fault that's fine if it, yeah. if an arranged marriage fails how can you accept that it failed because of your parents it's not because of you do, do you know what i mean you don't know that it failed because of your parents though they just pointed you in the direction of someone yeah, that's but, good like on paper but it was you who and you and the past even when i was applying to universities uh my parents were saying oh apply to birmingham it's closer to home but no because like if i'm going to experience a failure let it be because of me on my terms not because i did some something like someone else asked me to because i can't accept that do you know what i mean I mean it's easier right if if something fails because of someone else you can just pass the blame on them and you know Yeah but it's it going to damage my relationship with them I'm going to like regret like them yeah. for that Yeah I'd rather make my own mistakes choices yeah. my own mistakes yeah 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 I agree a companion is very necessary What about in-laws how do they uh, kind of set the tone mm. to your marriage Actually I didn't stay much with my in-laws mm. because Uh, we got married on 23rd and the second or third day we came to pune yeah and in we were in pune for like 11 months and in that i met mm. my in laws twice or thrice not much mm. and see initially uh, what i believe that uh, initially when you get married when it's arranged marriage it's uh, the bonding is more if you stay together just two of you mm. but again it's my view because when my brother got married we were already four people in the house yeah. and my bhabhi came along hmm. and i don't know how them how they used to manage their privacy how they uh, got into but they have a very nice bonding <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know how it how it worked for them because I, it was not the case, it was now not my case because we were just two of us hmm. we were living a bachelor life after <laughs> our marriage yeah because it was like totally we used to do whatever we want uh, what that means we used to roam about on our scooter late night we used to it was a lot of fun actually because there was nobody yes. to hold us no responsibilities no responsibilities as such yeah definitely because- i was asking my mom the same question uh, she didn't she didn't have many in-laws when she got married to my dad because uh, my dad had lost um, his mom and yeah Oh. but um she was talking about her brothers and who they married and i don't know if it's to do with the in-laws but she said as soon as they married there was some distance between her and her brothers they were not the same oh uh i think when siblings marry there's it causes some gap in their relationship i don't know if it's uh, because of in-laws but no i a- think it may be because of in-laws or maybe because of the bonding between my bonding with my bhabhi mm. yeah because we were kind of uh, same age not same age she was 4 years y- elder than me sister was 10 years older than <laughs> me 
so she was the baby of the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm very still... pampered. <laughs> Her brother is more like Mihir in a way that he's understanding, he's calm, like he like listen to you, and he's just chill in that way. While uh, I think in your start... family, more than your mom, Marisi, I think you're more judgmental. <laughs> No, yeah. she's <laughs> quite judgmental. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, where's the gossip? <laughs> Even if there's no gossip, I'll make the gossip." <laughs> Is there any difference that you feel with your husband? Um, how how many years have you been married for? Twenty-two. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty-two. That's, that's a lot of years. Yeah. Yeah. It's like two decades. <laughs> Yeah, but even I'm not that old. That yeah, your marriage is older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ninety-nine. Yeah, married in ninety-nine. Oh, yeah, my parents married in ninety-nine as well. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're twenty-one years of yeah. marriage. This September, yeah, twenty-one. Yeah, actually, before marriage, we used to meet every weekend, <laughs> and yeah. I don't know the bonding of three months or four months. It was mm. quite well. and i never felt awkward with him and he was quite understanding because i was a kind of stubborn girl <laughs> oh we see where manasi gets it from <laughs> yeah he was kind of very patient and understanding i didn't even knew how to cook <laughs> so <laughs> it was so it was good that we it's it was just uh, two of us yeah. Wasn't Baba who taught you how to make khichdi or something? Yeah, yeah. Baba taught how to make khichdi. Out even idlis, I didn't know how to make idli. So the first time when I steam mm-hmm. idli, there was just yeah. one idli in the whole idli stand, <laughs> just to try how it comes out. You really were pampered in your family. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my brother and my father. Yeah. My yeah. mother tried to teach me something, and she was like always that. what your in-laws will say then i used to say that tell them that the girl is very stubborn she never listened to me <laughs> so That's and my, my father was like let it go she'll do she'll learn later on and so how how is it right now like your marriage my marriage don't is spoiled in dirt i don't want my perfect image to be shattered <laughs> no it's fine yeah. it's good they have like these little my mom was telling me about this the other day like these little unspoken rules like if one person gets really really angry the other one would like try their best to stay calm like it's like a rule that no like the two people should not get angry and like lose their minds at the same time like one person has to like remain level headed see if i think baba is wrong mm-hmm. or baba thinks if i am wrong mm-hmm. you don't tell that in front of you people Oh, so you have your own private little discussions. Yeah, that's why we go for walks. Right. Oh, that that's really cute. Uh, you have this. Um, you know that day you told Marisi this. You're actually wrong. What? Oh. Yeah, go taking her, taking them aside. It's like they're their own secret team, and they're like battling against the kids. But other times, both of them are just yeah, the united front. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I try to get me here with me, but he he's just playing Fortnite or reading books or whatever. See, so. I just hate it when that happens to my family when both my yeah. parents fight, and I'm like, no, do not like corner me, <laughs> because yeah. there's no way in hell Swayth is siding with me. So I'm all by myself. <laughs> Man, it's a lot of telling how happy you guys are, how she will never achieve it. Yeah. No, no, she can. But if you mm. love a person, you are happily, you are happy to do the adjustments. I think. Yeah. 
if you love someone you're happy to like just you know compromise i guess yeah as long as it's not one sided yeah yeah it's not like every time you and you can't say that why me means well, if you think that you are compromising more hmm. and it's the way you it's not a competition is yeah that? it's not a competition you can't say that why me i am doing this more it's just like mutual things hmm. is it even even though you like strive for equality like you can't just do 50 50 in everything you just i guess you need to have a mutual understanding that like i'm doing this and the next time some person you know takes on another responsibility but the minute you start like comparing or dividing it up and like i don't know counting everything that's when it might start to become a bit toxic cuz you're yeah. kind of forgetting the fact like the, you're forgetting the entire premise of the relationship and it's just like a blame game or like a who does the more stuff game you watch your parents so you know like what they do right and what they do wrong <laughs> well <laughs> yeah sometimes like she says that i don't know who is a parent here we get right. to hear a lot from her nowadays now we have a lot of questions and you're so patient it was nice yeah it was nice talking to you albert thank you so much for joining us it was it was really yeah. fun so what are some of the things that you know your family kind of expects um your partner to have if i was like i don't know in love with them or you know i don't think they would actually mm-hmm. care what other things they were i was yeah i was really surprised like my mom said the same thing i asked her yesterday as part of the questions i asked her like what kind of person do you expect and she said well i don't expect anything except they shouldn't like control yeah who you are but again that's kind of the obvious yeah. yeah but i think though even though she didn't tell me i have been they expect like a graduate who's educated yeah. yeah even if the person didn't like go to uni and they weren't like super smart i think if i were to fall for someone like that they would have to be well anyone i fall for like they're going to be i don't know special like they're not going to be yeah they need to have yeah, a bit of a personality like, Yeah, exactly. They just want someone to just I don't know, be, have an interesting personality or just have some sort of personality like someone who's firm but not dominating or someone who's kind but not a pushover, like just a balanced human being, I guess, who can deal with my eccentric um <laughs> stuff. So watching shows like Indian Matchmaking, mm-hmm. uh which is on Netflix. Uh it's about this lady who who acts like a matchmaker and finds people right for each other basically yeah. um so they have this cv kind of bio data kind of thing where they have all this information and disclaimers and stuff and that was really funny what does we'll, we'll do this for each other right for manasi asia what do you think are the disclaimers okay so one warning is that during phone calls you will make excessive amounts of noise that will piss you <laughs> off oh Yes, like run away now when you can. <laughs> She writes paragraphs upon paragraphs of uh just to get her point across, which is it's good if like you want to be persuaded, but when I don't know. When yeah. just slyly hinting like don't write paragraphs and don't yeah, be persuaded. They're fun to read, but not when you're like um it's I don't know, the situation arguing. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to 
And you better be a person who can communicate or you're going to drive her up the wall. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like we're writing a kind of message for her future partner and we're giving all these warnings. <laughs> Manasi, you should play this before you actually commit. I am actually, um, yeah. <laughs> what other warnings would I give? Um, I would say Manasi, she can talk to you, she'll be very sociable, but she needs her time for herself. Mm-hmm. where she needs to just switch off just get on with her artwork or doodle or you know have a cry even if she's being unreasonable <laughs> but just she needs some time to cool off yeah uh if if we if keep pestering her i think uh yeah. she wouldn't she would not like that mm-hmm. she also um, has what an obsession with um mm. psychopaths <laughs> yes what is it I, I i've never got it so far <laughs> and uh, if if you're gonna commit to her, your house is gonna be filled with creepy paintings. <laughs> so if you're a person who's scared of horror movies, then run far, run far away now. <laughs> oh, also, they should be able to take good pictures of her photos <laughs> and should pose for her. For if they take good pictures, just of her. models. Yeah, that's like enough to scare anyone off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do it for Asia now. Okay. Oh, I have like, <laughs> I have so many. My my mind's like rushing. Oh my god, that's a lot, dude. So she, when you do something to annoy her, except the look that she gives yeah. you, which is very easy, but easily like you can miss it. She won't say anything else. If if you're not smart enough, you're gonna die. <laughs> She's gonna keep it everything locked inside. <laughs> Oh. And you will like keep wondering what is wrong for years. For years. As, yeah. <laughs> years is a bit of an exaggeration. At some dinner, you'd be like, in 2006, December, you did this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that person would be like, what? Oh, one thing. Um, you say something. She'd be like, no, that's not like the yesterday you said something different. <laughs> We're like, no, I read about this. You're wrong about this. She will correct you whenever she can. Also, like, beware. Sometimes she will give you the silent treatment, but you just have to, like, get through it. Get through yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, not be patient, but just keep pestering her until she talks, but also give mm. her space. Yeah. I think with Manasi, you give some space because, like, if she wants to come and talk, she'll come and talk. But with Asia, you have to best her. Yeah. Like, you have to... You can't leave her alone. She's like a baby. You can't leave a baby alone. <laughs> yeah, you have to be the first person to go and, like, tell her, like, okay, we need to talk about this. Like, just yeah. be the first person. You guys have mm-hmm. never done that. Yeah, we have. No, we I do, have. we do. What? We try to find you, except you run away yeah. and you hide and we don't know where you are. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I would say, um, by the time you're there, I'll probably write a book on Asia's political ideals, memorize it, and stick to it. <laughs> so I think with Asia, okay, very little, very little takes to piss her off, but also at the same time, very little takes to like impress her, and those little things kind of to make her feel special. She would actually really like it. Yeah, like you have to appreciate mm. the crap out of her. I think, like you can't. Mm. You can't just take her for granted. Oh, this one we just discussed today. She gasps when she reads books. <laughs> just, just mind your business. Don't, don't, don't look at her. Just, just carry on because this is like normal. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, horror movies. Oh, the horror movies. Do not love horror movies. Do not yeah. even yeah. ask her if she wants to watch a horror movie. I can't marry someone who likes horror movies. <gasps> Disclaimer. Really? <gasps> oh, no. Well, because then I'll be constantly feeling like I'm, they're like uh, sacrificing their love of horror movies for me. Yeah, but that can be anything. Sports, music. Yeah, but anything. Yeah, but... You can't have the exact same likes. Yeah, I guess. Is it still? And it's like they can watch it by themselves. Yeah, but it's like it's not a big yeah, thing. you'd want to watch it with someone though, wouldn't you? This won't happen a lot. But if Asia does experience any failures, then you would have to go the effort to getting rid of all the evidence of that ever happening. <laughs> yeah, she would ask you to do that. She'd be like, no don't just get rid of it like I don't want to see anything yeah and she would want her things to be in the right place right organization you mess with an organization <laughs> she, she will kill you also I think one thing that's important for her as well that you need to have it's kind of the same views about most like controversial topics I guess yeah the politics book that yeah, we will make said, mostly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just like let them read it before, like, you fix anything. Okay, so for Niv... Like, Niv will lose her mind sometimes, but you just have to be the calm one. Like, you have to be the calm one. Not true! Yes. When have I ever lost my I'm mind? I'm sorry, Niv. The book you lose your argument. Mind all the time. <laughs> it's like, okay, when Niv loses her mind, you just have to, like, just believe, like, it's... It's gonna be fine, and yeah, just like go you have to believe it. that she'll get through it. Otherwise, yeah. you'll like go crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and you you have to like you have to keep calm, but also like argue with her a bit so she doesn't feel like she's annoying everyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's actually you just have to like handle it really tactfully. <laughs> that's actually true because if I'm screaming and the other person's quiet, I just feel bad. Yeah, so you have to like you have to scream a bit. But not too much. Like, you need to let her, like, have her outburst. Or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you cannot, like, undermine what she's screaming about. Because she doesn't scream that often. But when she does, it's because something's, like, deeply hurt her. Or, like, she, like, really cares about the issue. So you can't, like, say that it's invalid. Or that she's overreacting or anything. Yeah. Because even if Very she, it seems sweet. like she's overreacting, it's not in her mind because it's affecting her. Yeah. Never say that someone's overreacting. Also, Niv has a lot of crazy ideas, so like, you oh, need yeah. to don't say no because then she'll just feel like you're boring. And sometimes people use her not as in like in the bad way, but she'll just keep giving and giving. And sometimes she won't expect anything in return. So like, make sure you give stuff her like to her in return, or I'll like hunt you down and kill you. Just like <laughs> disclaimer to you. Uh, okay, actually, yeah, trust Manasi when she says that she will actually do it. Yeah, you don't like to say no if that makes sense. I think uh, this is a disclaimer to whoever in the future. Be aware of my friends. If they yeah. don't approve you, well, then mm-hmm. you're not gonna last. It's a nice message, guys. I think um, whoever it is, they will really appreciate it. But let's make a pact. We're actually gonna listen to this podcast when that day comes. Oh my sure. god! Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll be there to like remind each other as well. Yeah. I mean, we can't trust Manasi because she has a memory of a goldfish. Oh, that too. Oh, <laughs> if she yeah. forgets your birthday, don't take it personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm. 
if there's anyone watching this video who is experiencing family pressure with uh, arranged marriage or is experiencing some forced marriage, then please do reach out to this charity called Karma Nirvana. They kind of give peer support, advice, and they will do everything they can to help you get out of the situation at hand. So thanks for listening. This was a bit of a different approach uh, than we take usually in our podcast. We had two guest speakers both presenting their own perspectives. And it was really enjoyable for us to have them on here. You can follow us at Reasoning with Prejudice on Instagram. You can also listen to us via Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Red Circle, and Radio Public. Next week's topic is going to be on veganism. Hope you join for that. You have been listening to Reasoning with Prejudice with Manasi and Niv and Asia. <laughs> oh, and that's a wrap. Okay. <laughs>